Yo, how's it go, Bernocchio? It's your boy Jerry, the TR expert, Washington here at Gentle Fitness Company Studio. Today is Friday, August 26, 2023, and this is season 10, episode 92. And today we're going to be talking about dead butt syndrome. This is something that I've talked about a few times in, in, on this podcast. I think I talked about it fairly recently, but I'm going to talk about it again because I think it's something that uh, a lot of people actually have and they don't even realize it. A lot of people think that their back issues are actually related to their back, but a lot of times back issues are related to your glutes. Not all the time, but a lot of times it is. It's because your glutes are dead and they don't have any, you, your back doesn't have anything supporting it. So we want to talk about what it, what it means specifically when we're talking about dead butt syndrome. Um, it's, it sounds pretty, um, I don't know the word for it, but it sounds pretty ominous, but it's really not as bad as it sounds. It's essentially that, you know, your, your glutes just aren't firing the way they supposed, they're supposed to. So we're going to be talking about what it, what it is exactly in the episode, as well as how you can prevent it and what you can do if you actually already have it. All right. So without further ado, let's go and just get this episode underway. Season 10, episode 92. And we're going to call this one, Are Your Glutes Dead? <laughs> Lego! Dead butt syndrome. You've probably heard me talk about it in the past. It's, it's real, folks. <laughs> Google it. You know, the scientific name for it is uh, gluteomnesia, but I mean, DBS just sounds so much cooler, doesn't it? <laughs> Plus, having amnesia in your butt sounds really uncommon, right? Who has the butt that can't remember? <laughs> but anyways... This issue is actually way more common than most people think. Today, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into the nuts and bolts of what I do as a trainer to keep busy people like yourself and of course my clients healthy for like, ever. Anywho, <laughs> so yeah, Brona, it's, it's a real thing. It's where your nerves and your glutes weaken their signals to your brain. It's usually something that happens over time. It's not like that immediate pins and needles feeling. It's actually something that many people don't notice because they develop compensations in their structure and their movement. And we've talked about this before. We've talked about compensations and what people do, you know, when they have weaknesses. And if you have something that's weak, uh, you're going to have compensations because your body is going to want to keep on moving. But unfortunately, if you don't have the strength to keep it moving, what your body's going to do is just going to, you know, things like a hunchback and limps and stuff like that. Those are all compensations. Those don't just happen in a minute. They happen over time because you have a weakness somewhere in your movement chain. So what can we do about dead butt, dead butt syndrome? Well, the simple answer is to make sure you're not sitting for long durations of time. You know, if you need to sit, make sure you sit for a, a set limit. You know, maybe 
set, set your time for like two to three hours or whatnot, you probably shouldn't uh, sit longer than that. I mean, three hours is really pushing it, to be honest with you. And I'm not saying like get up and just stop doing what you're doing, but you know, get up and just move around. Maybe uh, that'll help you think a little bit better when you're actually uh, doing your work. You know, there's scientific studies that show that when you're moving, you actually have a better capacity to utilize your brain function. It's because the blood is flowing and you can get your blood going to your brain a lot quicker, which obviously helps your brain uh, work a lot better. So moving is good. Obviously, you know, you don't want to be running a sprint or whatnot because that's going to be uh, a little bit more difficult to focus on what you're doing, you know, <laughs> but you do want to get up and move. And if it's, a, you know, at the very minimum, reach down, touch your toes, reach up towards the sky, you know, all those things like that can help you out. Now, but the truth is, though, sitting is just only one of the factors that causes dead butt syndrome, a.k.a. DBS, a.k.a. gluteal amnesia. And it's certainly a prevalent one, but it's not the only cause. You see, like I said, compensations developed based on the fact that you probably have some kind of weakness in your movement chain. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you need to overhaul your whole workout program, but it's helpful and it's beneficial to just see where you are to see where your weaknesses are and just work on them i mean they're most of the time they're pretty glaring weaknesses at least from what i've seen with my clients you know whether it be uh they have tight hip flexors uh, most of the time to be honest with you is because they have tight hip flexors and those tight hip flexors are uh just as a reminder the t hip flexors are not necessarily located in your hip a lot of people think that they're actually located in your hip they don't originate in your hip they actually originate in your back the things that lift your knee up, that's the things I'm talking about. And those two muscles specifically are called the iliacus and your psoads. You know, there's a psoads major and a psoads minor. And those are essentially the two muscle groups, three muscle groups, I should say, uh, that are connected to your lumbar spine, your lower back. And they, they start there and they, or they end and your hip. All right. So they start in your back and they essentially, it's like a uh, kind of like a spring, you know, it's a spring attached to your back. So when you pull it up, it shortens the string, uh, the spring, excuse me. And when you bring your leg down, it lengthens the spring. All right. So if you have weakness in your lumbar spine, or if you have weakness in your, in your lower back, you're not going to be able to lift your legs uh, as well. And because you can't lift your legs as well, uh, you're essentially going to, uh, well, hurt your lower back <laughs> or you're going to have uh, some issues with your glutes, right? So if you, all you're doing is just activating your hip to lift up, because like I said, if you have, uh, it originates in your back, you know, your psoas and your iliacus, those two, those two major muscle groups are those two, yeah, two major muscle groups there. Uh, they start in your back. They originate in your back. Uh, so if you're using your hip flexor, if you're using, excuse me, if you're using your actual quad quadricep, all right, to lift your leg instead of the actual the hip flexors where it's supposed to be, uh, you're going to lose power in your glutes because your glutes are just not firing. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to help stabilize your body as you lift your knee up. Okay. And if your knee is like, if you're in that seated position, if you can think about what you look like in a seated position, your knee, your knee is at, you know, a 90 degree angle. So, uh, you know, or, or so, so that knee that is in a constant flexion or that leg that hip, I should say, that's in a constant flexion is going to eventually get weaker because essentially what you're doing is just firing that hip flexor uh, all day long. And 
it has no rest. And because it has no rest, it eventually just fatigues and it gets weak and then it doesn't have the ability to support you and it doesn't have the ability to lift your leg like it's supposed to. And if you can't lift your leg, I mean, just think about all the things you have to you do that involves you just using your back, you know, like bending over that you have to use your back to do that. Uh, lifting your knee up, getting out of bed, all, all these things involve your back. Now, it may not seem like it's your back because like I said, your psoads are, are very deep in your, in, in your body. You know, they're not necessarily attached right to your uh, back in the, in the, in the well, they're not attached to your spine, like right in the back. They're actually kind of deep in there and attached that way. So you can't, it's really hard to stretch them, but what you can do, like I said, is you can just keep yourself moving. Keep that hip flexor active, you know, but not active in a way where it's an isometric contraction, meaning that it's sitting, sitting in a contracted position, you know, sitting. <laughs> but all, this, all you have to do is just move uh, practice your balance. One exercise that I have my clients always do is a single leg stand or a single leg bend over. Most of the time I have them start with a single leg stand just to check, make sure that they have the balance to be able to actually stand on one foot. And if they can do that, then I have them bend over on one foot. That helps them, you know, um, obviously the bending over part helps them uh, strengthen their hip flexors, uh, but the balance part also gives them uh, stability throughout their leg, you know? So if you have that stability and you have that strength, then you will likely have less of a possibility of getting dead butt syndrome. So do that. It's very simple to, uh, uh, you know, to prevent, you know, all you got to do is just keep yourself moving. Don't sit in a seated position for hours on end and you won't have glute, uh, gluteal amnesia, but one exercise, well, one test you can do for gluteal amnesia, gluteal amnesia is called the Trendelenburg test. And that's essentially, you stand on one foot, and if you stand on one foot and your hip drops, that means your glutes are dead, okay? So you should be able to stand on one foot and not have your hip drop uh, down when you take that foot off the ground. You should try it out. And like I said, if, you, if it does drop, then you have gluteal amnesia and you should need to do the following exercise. It's called a, a dirty dog, also known as a fire hydrant. And all you do is essentially you go into your hands and knees and just lift your leg up to the side. You lift your, you can do straight leg. Straight leg's a lot harder. Uh, you can do it with a bent knee and I call it a dirty dog because it looks like a dog peeing on a fire hydrant. So. Try that out. That's a really good exercise for your gluteus maximus that help fire that up and help uh, get those uh, glute muscles uh, re recruited so they can actually start working the way they're supposed to. It's not going to happen immediately, just like the same way you, you didn't get gluteal amnesia immediately. But if you keep continue doing that, you know, just three sets of 10 on a daily basis, I guarantee you, you'll see a difference in those, uh, gluteal amnesia very, very rapidly. Not like I said, not immediately, but pretty rapidly. All right. So that does it for this episode. Hopefully that helps you out with your gluteomnesia. If you do have gluteomnesia, if you know anybody else that might have some lower back issues or anything like that, it might be a, a, the case that they have gluteomnesia. So forward this episode to them, you know, share it. And I, I, I always tell you to share it. You can uh, click on that share link or you can take a screenshot and send it over to them or in uh, put it on your social media and share it with a whole bunch of people. I'd also love for you to subscribe so you can get notifi notified when the uh, next episode comes out. And of course, yeah, leave that rating and review. I really appreciate those when they come out. So put them out there. They help me out. They help uh, get people noticing because obviously when you have interaction on your episodes, uh, you know, the algorithm notices that and it puts you higher up on the list. So 
do that for me. I would really appreciate that. And I hope you have a great one whenever you're listening to this. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode, which will be uh, next week. Uh, so enjoy your weekend, or like I said, whenever you listen to this, I hope you're having a good one. Take care of yourself, and as always, keep good company. Keep good company.